Hey, cashiers. We Have the Receipts podcast is coming at you live from Netflix is a Joke Fest in Los Angeles. Chris, are you kidding? No, Netflix is a joke, Courtney, but this is not one of them. Our listeners in LA have the chance to join us for a live recording of our podcast, We Have the Receipts, hosted by me, Chris Burns. And me, Courtney Revolution. Join us and a few surprise guests from your favorite Netflix reality shows on Saturday, May 4th at 1 p.m. at a secret location in Hollywood. To be announced. Get your tickets for the We Have the Receipts live show at todoom.com slash W-H-T-R. That's todoom, T-U-D-U-M dot com slash W-H-T-R. Tickets are limited. If you can't make it to the show, we still want to hear your beautiful voice. Leave us a message at speakpipe.com slash We Have the Receipts. You may even hear your own voice on the show. Grab a ticket at todoom.com slash W-H-T-R. And we'll see you on May 4th in Los Angeles. Bye, cashiers. people do white people have a very different relationship with the police i was trying to explain this to my friend dave you know when we when we're hanging out he's like dude what is it with black people and police i'm like it's not, it's not that black people don't like the police or hate the police it's just that it's just that you have a, we have a tumultuous history with the police one day we were driving we're driving on the highway and the police car pulled up behind us and i got tense i just got really tense and he's like dude what's going on i said the, the police the police are behind us and he was like yeah and did you do anything wrong i said that's not the point <laughs> Because it really isn't. For white people, that is the point. The police will send you to jail if you do something wrong. As a black person, you have a different relationship. The police may send you to jail just because. I, I know this because I was, I was driving. I got pulled over by the police for the first time in my life in America. And already, I'm, I'm not very comfortable when driving in the United States. You know, Not because of the other side of the road, but because of the other side of the car. I'm not used to that. You know, like, I, like I, I, I always get into the car on the wrong side. I'll be shopping, and I'll come back to my car confidently, and I'll jump inside and put the things down, and then I'm like, ah. <laughs> and then instead of getting out, I sit there. I always just sit there. Because I always think somebody's watching me, so I just sit there. And I act like I planned it all. Like, where is my driver? Where is my driver? He should have been here by now. Where is my... Oh, well, I guess I'll drive myself. <laughs> I don't know why I do that. I'm not comfortable. But you have to drive in Los Angeles. So I had a little rental car, and I'm driving on the freeway, and this police car pulls up behind me, and he drives behind me for a little bit, and then he flashes his lights. And I was like, oh, he probably wants to go past. And so I moved over to the middle lane, and then he came with me. And he flashed his lights again. And I was like, oh, come on, just go past me, man. Just go past me. And I went back to the fast lane. He came back with me and he just flashed lights. And this time he's like, whoop, 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 whoop. And I was like, yeah, go past. You keep doing with me, go past. Because go. I didn't think he was stopping me. I thought it was basically the vehicular equivalent of that moment on the sidewalk when you both don't know which way to go. I thought we were doing that with our cars. Like, oh, 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 I thought that was happening. I thought that was happening. And clearly he thought that I was evading him in the most polite manner ever. Because he gets irritated and he's like, pull out Now I couldn't hear what the hell he was saying. I'm not gonna, which I think is part of the problem. I don't think it's fair that police have speakers on their cars and we don't. I think this is a recipe for disaster. That's the first step in mending relationships is communication, people. I don't know what the hell that guy was saying, but I couldn't tell him. He was like, If I had a speaker, I would have had the ability to be like, Sir, I cannot hear what you're saying. Enunciate your words, please. Enunciate your words. Speak clearly. 
No, no, use your words, buddy. Use your words. Talk to me. Talk to me. What do you need? Pull over. Pull over. I'll be like, okay, I will be pulling over right now. Thank you very much. Like, it would be more effective. But I didn't know. So I'm there, and he's like, I'm like, I don't know what the hell you want. I'm like, what are you talking about? He's like, pull over. Pull over. And I panicked, and so I stopped. I pulled over right there where I was on the freeway, which apparently you're not supposed to do. I didn't know this. I didn't know this, because I just know that police tell me to do something, I do it. So he said, pull over, and then I stopped. And then he was like, don't pull over there. Then I was like, well, you should have been more specific. You can't tell me to pull over, and then tell me to not pull over. You should have said pull over at a time that is more appropriate. You can't just tell. Now I'm panicking. He's like, get back into the road. I'm like, this guy does not know what he wants. I'm going back. Now I'm back in the road. And then he's like, take the next exit. And now we're driving. And now he's guiding me along. It's like I had a really angry GPS. It was the weirdest thing ever. And so like, he's driving me like, make a right, make a right at the lights, make a right. It's like I chose angry cop on my ways. That's what it felt like. He's like, turn, turn left, oh, no. I said left, turn left, no. Recalculating. When it is safe, Mickey. <laughs> and, so, and so finally, finally we stop. We stop, I pull over on the side of the road, he pulls over behind me, and he gets out of the car, and I'm shitting myself. <laughs> and as he gets out, he goes, keep your hands where I can see them. I'm like, I don't, I don't know what you can see or not see. I don't know. These are very vague instructions. I don't know what you can. So now I'm there doing this. Because I don't know what you can see or not. I'm straight. Like, don't get me wrong. I, I, I just, you know, the thing is, I just don't want to die. That's all I don't. I just, I just don't want to die. That's, and I know I don't look like, but I'm not the dying type. I really, I'm not. Like, I'm a chilled out guy who likes living. I don't want to die. And the worst thing is, I don't know how not to die. That's the thing, I don't know how not to that. Because every day I turn on the TV, it seems like another black person is being shot. So, I just want to know how not to get shot. You know, I, I try and learn, I really do, I try and learn. You know, it all, it all started in the, in, the lower, in the lower echelons of, of enforcement, community watch, George Zimmerman shot Trayvon, the young boy. And the story started off with man shoots boy. Everyone was like, yeah, this is horrible, this is disgusting. But then the news, for some strange reason, the next day they just forget and then they start asking other questions. They go, well, why was he wearing a hoodie? What was he doing and why was he wearing a hoodie? I was like, oh, is that, so that's, so don't wear a hoodie. That's what it is, the hoodie. It's very frightening. You don't know what's going on under there. Yeah, we've all seen Star Wars. It's the creepiest thing ever. Yeah, yeah, it's the dark side. And so I was like, oh, so if I don't wear a hoodie, then I'm safe. No one's gonna shoot me if I don't wear a hoodie. But then a few, you, you cut forward and then the next thing you know, it's, it's Mike Brown in Ferguson. And he gets shot by the police, unarmed, gets shot. And they're like, a man was unarmed and he got shot. And I was like, oh, this is disgusting. And they said, but also, uh, he approached the police officer, apparently, and he may or may not have scuffled with it. We don't know, but he approached him. And I was like, oh, okay, okay, so that don't wear a hoodie and don't approach the police. Don't go towards the police. You see police? You go the other way. You go the other way. From, okay, cool, I got it. So no hoodies, no approaching the police. This is it. I'm learning, I'm learning. This is how. But then, but then the next guy comes on the news, Eric Garner, in, in New York City. And there he is, he's standing, and the police, they apprehend him, and they start choking him, and he doesn't go towards them, he doesn't go, he's standing there with his arms up, and he gets choked to death by six policemen. And then they, and then they come on the news the next day, and they go, well, you gotta understand, for these police, I mean, this was a... This was a pretty big guy. He was a pretty big guy. He was scary. He was a really scary big black guy. And I'm like, okay, cool. So, so don't be a big black guy. And then you should be fine. Don't be a big black guy. And then I should, and every day I look in the mirror and I'm like, good job. And I'm like, okay, fine. Fine, okay. So, so don't wear a hoodie. Don't wear a hoodie and, and don't approach the policeman. And don't be a big black man. I think, I think I've got it all down. I think, and then I turn on the TV and then I see Walter Scott, a 50 something year old man running away from a policeman getting shots in the back, running away from the policeman. 
And again, the media, for some strange reason, just seems to forget what the main purpose of, of the discussion is. Because on day one, they go, unarmed man, shot in the back. Day two, they're like, who was Walter Scott? Let's find out about him. Apparently, he had a charge of assault against him in 1987. So he gets shot for it? How hard did he punch the guy that he gets shot for it in 2015? Oh, did he punch the guy into the future and then he came back to get him? Is that what happened? And, I mean, it was the 80s. Everyone punched somebody in the 80s. I don't understand why this is a big deal. They were saying the craziest things. They were like, Walter Scott. I mean, this is everybody's talking about the police officer. Let's talk about him. Why did he run? Why did he run? Because he didn't want to go to jail. Are we really going to live in a world where police no longer want to chase criminals? Is that what we're saying? Is that what we're saying? Police no longer want to chase criminals? That, that's the whole point of the game, isn't it? We played it as kids. Cops and robbers, yeah? You've seen the movies. That's what makes it fun. Freeze! You can't catch me, copper. And then you run. That's what makes it fun. Now police no longer want to chase criminals. We're going to live in a world where police... Can you imagine what that's going to do to the movie industry? It's going to be horrible. Remember, we're going to be watching Bad Boys 5, Martin Lawrence and Will Smith. Freeze! Okay. End of movie. Done. <laughs> it's the worst movie ever. This is the strangest thing. They asked all the weird questions. Questions that have nothing to do with a man being shot who is unarmed. And they come out and go, also, also noted is that Walter Scott owed $16,000 in child support. <laughs> to the cop? <laughs> no, no, I mean, uh, like... To the... Because that would be a different story. That would be like, if that was the mother of his children that shot him, then you know what? I may, I may actually be on her side. You never know. Yeah. I might have been there like, you know what, sister? You shoot him in the back, girl. That's right. You shoot him thinking he ain't gonna pay after he play. You shoot him in the back thinking he gonna run away from his responsibilities. Shoot him dead. But this has nothing to do with it. A policeman shoots an unarmed man. He's running away. And then they have the nerve. They have the nerve, the crazy nerve to say, this, this officer feared for his life. He was afraid. Afraid of what? The man's running away. There's nothing less frightening than somebody running away from you. That is the definition of fear. He's running away. The only thing he could have done to be less threatening is to cluck like a chicken as he does. There's nothing less frightening than a man running away from you. Like, what are you afraid of? You can't say he was running away. I was afraid. Afraid of what? He's running away from you. That makes no sense. You're seeing him from behind. No one's threatening from behind. They're running away. There's no one who's frightened. Like, maybe Kim Kardashian, but nobody else. Is He's running away from you. You shoot him in the back. And I was like, yeah, I, I was afraid. Afraid of what? What, do you have abandonment issues? Why would you shoot a man? <laughs> My dad left when I was five. <laughs> Makes no sense. So I don't know how not to die. And here I am in my car on the side of the road in a random street in Los Angeles. And the whole time I'm just like, I don't want to die. I don't want to die. I don't want to die. And the policeman, he gets out of his car and he starts walking towards me. And his hand is by his side. And it's doing this. <laughs> and I've watched Westerns. <laughs> I know what this means. This is never good. This never turns into friendship. So now I'm starting to stress and I'm looking at him in the side mirror of my car and I'm panicking because objects in the mirror are closer than they appear. 
So he's gonna get there at any moment. And I don't know why, I don't know why I did this. Like as soon as he got, I panicked, I completely panicked and I launched myself out the window. I took my body and I threw it out the window and I fell onto the side of the car, just like, just and onto the side of the car. I basically went back to nature. I thought of a predator, you don't make eye contact and you play dead. That's all I did, I just played dead on the side of the car. Shame, which freaked him out. He was completely, he was just like, what the, hey, 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 what, what's going on? I said, I'm sorry, officer. I'm sorry. He's like, sure, what are you sorry for? I said, whatever it is that's gonna make you shoot me, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, officer. He said, sir, get back in the car. Get back in the car. I said, no. I don't wanna die. Please, I'm not falling for that trick. Please, officer, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. He's like, sure, you're not, I'm not gonna kill you. Just get back in the car. Get back. And I mean, Shane, this guy was just as freaked out as I was. I'm not gonna lie. Because I mean, when I put myself in his shoes, what does he do? Imagine that you're standing on the side of a guy jumps out of his own car. What does he, he can't even call for backup. What does he say? 10-4, I need backup. I mean, what do you need? I got a, I got a black guy ki ki killed himself. Uh, 10-4, you gotta make something up better than that. We'll back you up, don't worry. Like, you can't, like, what do you say? It's just like, weird. The guy's freaking out, I'm freaking out. And I'm lying there. And this guy, he, he approaches slowly, he approaches, he finally gets to me and he lifts my arms and he's like, get back in the car, sir, get back, get back. And he starts, he stuffs me back into my window. Get back, and I'm like, no, 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 no. Please, I don't wanna die. And he's like, sure, sure, calm down, calm down. Okay, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. He's like, sir. Have you been drinking? I said, no, sir. I haven't been drinking. I said, okay, calm down. Do you know why I pulled you over, sir? I said, it's because I'm black. <laughs> and now, I wasn't being an ass, nor was I joking. I had just been informed that as a black person in America, if you drive a really nice car, there's a good chance you're gonna get pulled over by the police. Yeah, so in my world, he was doing his job as I had been told. <laughs> Yeah, I wasn't judging him. In fact, I was, uh, I was a little flattered. I was like, well, thank you very much, Mr. Officer, for noticing this bad boy right here. That's right, 2015, baby. I was really excited. He, he was more freaked out, though, because I, I said to him, I said, it's because I'm black. And then he did this thing <laughs> that I've come to learn is the reaction of white people in America who, when they hear information they can't process fast enough, have this this thing where they smile on the outside, but on the inside, it's almost as if they're short-circuiting. <laughs> like a, and he, he looks at me and he goes, I'm, I'm sorry, what? I said, because I'm black, that's why you pulled me over? And he goes, uh, no, hey, no, no, hey, are we, uh, no, that, that is not, that, no, no, hey, um, who, I, I don't, uh, no, no, that is not, uh, 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 I felt so bad for him. Yeah. I think we both learned a lot that day, the two of us. <laughs> Grew from that experience. I was speeding, that's why he pulled me over. <laughs> yeah. But he let me go. Watch Trevor Noah, Lost in Translation, only on Netflix.